Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Are they doing it because they're trying to hide something that's already going bad in their marriage? Or does the reality television fame lead to the divorce? Is there already a kink in the armor? You got to remember too. These producers that are casting for this show. They know. They know. They have the playbook to ask the right questions. In their pre-interviews, they're asking the questions that are like, oh, okay. And then once the person leaves, they're like texting. It's like, we got one. Yeah. And we're so far behind right now that when we get back to the States, we have so much reality TV to catch up on. But Brett is here with me because... Because we're typically going to do something right after this. Yeah. And so now you can get ready. So it's not like film, get ready, then go. We're saving time too. So I'm fully barefaced. I don't have any makeup on. However, I do have my Lash by Lashes. So you always look a little bit done. And I probably, if I'm being honest, I have some liner because I use a, a waterproof or water resistant liner left over from like last night. But I took a shower, cleaned my face, and now I'm going to apply my makeup for, I was going to say date night, but like I feel like we need to stop saying date night because it's not date, it's date life. Correct. Mauricio and Kyle Richards, they haven't announced that they're divorcing, but they have announced that they are separated. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, you've been listening to some of the podcasts that you listen to like that talk the gossip ones that talk about that. So I've been overhearing that. Yeah. I have my take on all of them. Well, but let me just ask you this. Does that surprise you with those two? Those two, it does. Mm -hmm. Those two, it does. That kind of surprised How come? Just seemed like that, you know, watching them over the last five, six, seven years, Mm -hmm. it just seems like they kind of had it together. Like they had like a fun relationship and it seemed like because she was a star when she was a kid, she's famous that they weren't doing this for fame. I think they did it a little bit for some notoriety. I think that it also, I don't think that anybody that goes on these reality television shows isn't going on for some kind of agenda. Like they're launching something or it's going to turn into something or they're like, whatever it might be. And you know, they have that rule now with the the Bethany Frankel rule Mm -hmm. where like she was like, nope, you're not getting anything of mine. And now like they have to sign I don't know what the percentage is, but I, I just felt like they were on it just because they wanted to see where it was going to go. Yeah, I think anyone who goes on reality TV, first of all, there's a desire to be famous. And I've always said that when somebody, this is just my personal opinion, when someone like really truly desires fame, like that kind of fame, there's some other area where they don't feel like they're enough. So they need the adoration of the public. And like, it's very addicting. Like, listen, we're not famous or anything like that. Like, you know, whatever. We've got a lot of followers, et cetera. But there was a brush where I felt like, oh, this is what it would feel like when the infomercial took off. And this is back in like the early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, like when we would travel and, you, you know, you would get recognized. and we Everywhere we went, everywhere. Because the show, the infomercial ran all the time. And I did not like it at all. I felt so uncomfortable, so awkward. It was just weird. Like, 
And strange things would happen. Like people would put like their phone under the door, like, ah, hi, Shalina, I just want to say hi. Like, what? Like, and I had just a, a few weird things happen that I was like, I don't like this and I don't need this. I don't know. It just was weird. But I do think a lot of people are addicted to it. And I think even like, let's set fame aside for a second. It's social media. Like you get something when people leave positive comments. It's the reason why, you know, you like to see that people have actually watched the YouTube video and made comments. Like it's validation. And I think for some people like reality TV is like it can be the ultimate validation and it makes them feel like, I don't know. But there's a type that goes on these shows. For sure. So I did some research before we started today to look at the number of divorces of people who have been on a reality TV show. It is the kiss of death. So it's higher than the na national app. Oh, by far. Okay. So can I ask you a question? Then? Yeah, please. Okay. So my question is this. Okay. So they sign up for the reality television show. Are they doing it because they're trying to hide something that's already going bad in their marriage? Or does the reality television fame, whatever you want to call it, lead to the divorce? Is there already a kink in the armor? There has to already be a kink in the armor, number one. And number two... You know, any type of pressure is hard on a marriage, especially when, because this is usually the case, one person wants and needs that public adoration. And when you are famous, then you are on 24-7. And I think one of the reasons why I was also very uncomfortable with like just that little brush that I had is because I didn't like what it did to our relationship. I felt like it made you really uncomfortable. I couldn't give you the kind of attention I need to because I was always like, uh-oh, I, you know, I need to talk to the stranger who just came up to us during dinner. And I felt like you were uncomfortable with it too. And I, rem I remember people like saying rude things or like just kind of demeaning things like, what do you do? Yeah, like they don't know. It's, it, it's the same thing too with the reality television because we're talking about the housewives right now and I'm sure we'll get into some other ones. Yeah. But the housewives, they focus solely on the woman. Usually, yeah. I mean, that's what the show is about. Like yeah. the boys don't go on a trip and they show them together. They, they come and go. But if the show is 60 minutes, it's 55 minutes of the girls. I'll tell you what. Remember the couple that was on, I can't even remember their names. The doctor who was on Orange County last year, she was like a cosmetic or plastic surgeon, I believe. Yeah. And her husband was like a, oh, yes. a stay-at-home dad or whatever. If they were on for more than one season, they're done. They are 1,000%. This all alleged and in our opinion but they would be done because you could sense that he was not into it mm -hmm. you could sense that she was big time into it and if you are more about the fame and your image and your brand than you are your partner you are and then there's some other ones too i mean you could tell certain people had a serious agenda of going on like their date nights. They were like, we need to get on this show and we are going to promote each other. And this is going to be a catapult. Okay. Who are you talking about? The Debros. Oh, they're not getting a divorce. That was a strategic move. They and are so in alignment. A hundred percent. Like he was like, this is what we're going to do. Then guess what? And I'm going to get on the show and I'm a doctor and I'm a cosmetic surgeon and all these, you know, women are going to be watching the show and they're going to find out. Like, there's no way that his practice didn't oh, elevate, off. Yeah. elevate because of that. Then he got a television show. Yep. And then, you know, she always wanted to be famous. She was like a B-level actress in sitcoms or like one of those wow. things during the day. Oh, oh soap, opera. soap operas. Like, does, who even watches a soap opera? Nobody. Yeah, nobody. But so, you know what I'm saying? So both of those two 
were 100% in alignment. Like those two went out to dinner. Okay, now Kim and Croy. Kim and Croy, that one kind of surprises me because I feel like- It doesn't to me. Okay, explain. Because he was at least her second to third marriage. Mm -hmm. The age gap is a lot different. And she always seemed like she was all about the money. Yeah. Like even like when she was on Atlanta, wasn't she always like- Papa, big papa. Yeah, she had like she had like a sugar daddy, right? Uh-huh. Well, Koi was a, what we call one of those just like journeyman football players. What does that mean, a journeyman football like player? Like he's, he's going to try to make it to four or five years. Is that what journeyman means? Yeah, like I'm going to bounce around to teams. I'm just going to try to make a team. Like journey, like I'm going for this team and then this team. Like he's journey. Never heard that. Is that we're, we're? I'm sorry to rabbit hole on this for a second. So Croy and Kim, I thought would make it because they're just so into their boys. He seemed like he's got the temperament, and a lot of these gentlemen, not all, but like when I think about Tamra's first husband on Housewives, I forget what his name was. Like you could just tell he was a dick and he was really insecure. And if you're insecure, and your wife gets on TV. Another one would be Shannon and David Bedore. Like you could tell he was insecure. So like that was a recipe for disaster. You you could tell that she also has issues. And I just knew that one was not going to last. It's because also you got to remember too, these producers that are casting for this show. They know. They know. They have the playbook to ask the right questions. In their pre-interviews, they're asking the questions that are like, oh, Okay, and then once the person leaves, they're like texting Andy Cohen, you know, the one that's in charge of all of them. He's like, we got one. Like their marriage is almost over. And Andy can talk about all he wants. Bravo could talk about all they want. But nothing is better than train wreck television. Like they can talk about- Is that? Because everybody wants to watch that. Nobody wants to watch like a silver lining. Just like everything is, you know, rainbows and unicorns. They want- the freaking disaster because yeah. guess what? The people that are watching it are going through some of the same shit. That's right. And so they're like, oh, okay, I can relate to this, but guess what? This is fun watching this on television. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize that sometimes it's not a business coach that you need. You really need like a therapist to help you get unstuck, to figure out like why it is you're holding yourself back, why it is you repeat some of these same patterns that have you believing you don't deserve more money or to ask for the promotion or to start the business. So when you think about hiring a therapist, there's so many different types of therapists, so many different types of therapy. And I think if you're just like going to somebody in person, that's a lot of effort. Like you've got to find the person, then drive to their office, and then maybe there's a connection, but maybe there isn't. And then you've like wasted all this time and money. I have to tell you, that is why I'm such a big fan of Talkspace. Talkspace is, it's so much more than just a place where you can find a therapist. They have therapists who specialize in whatever area it is that you want to improve, whether it's maybe your body image, your relationship with food, your money mindset. Maybe you've got some unresolved issues with anger or sadness or resentment or grief. Like Whatever it is, they have a specialist who specializes in that. I might add, It is at a fraction of the cost of what you would spend with an in-person therapist. And in-person therapy is phenomenal. I agree. It's great. But there are so many times when I just, it's like, I need somebody very specific for this, like someone who can help me break through this pattern that I keep repeating 
as an entrepreneur. So if that's you, I want to recommend the number one online therapy platform, which is Talkspace. They have licensed therapists with more than 150 different areas of specialization, like anxiety, depression, substance abuse. Like I said, whatever area of your life you want to improve, they have a therapist who specializes in that. And as a listener of The Shaleen Show, I'm going to give you a special link. This is a new link. Okay. So you want to go to talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen. Remember that link. You don't need to use a code. That link will give you $80 off your first month. And frankly, it is a phenomenal way to support the show and support yourself. Again, it's talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen. And do me a favor, tell me about your experience. I love sharing your personal stories. I won't share your name, but like I love hearing from those of you who've used Talkspace and how transformative it has been for you. All right, again, it's Talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen. Okay, I can relate to this, but guess what? This is fun watching this on television. Yeah. Yeah, and also predicting it, right? And like kind of taking sides, et cetera. But like, okay, so Yolanda and David, the composer. Well, okay, so from what I understand, he says it was the show. Oh, really? That caused their divorce. But although she loved being on the show, he wasn't nearly as happy about making even just a few appearances. In 2019, he told the LA Times, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was just kind of a nightmare for me and something that I really wish I hadn't been a part of. And what I want to say is, hey, I got 16 f***ing Grammys, okay? I've sold half a billion records. that show. Although David hated the experience, Yolanda was dependent on the income. So apparently he was like, we don't need this. I've got 16 Emmys. I'm rich at AF yeah. and already famous. I don't need to do this. And now we're putting ourselves out there and people are judging the way that I talk to you and they're judging you and they're, you know, he's like, I don't need this. They had a sweet Malibu house. Oh my God, they did. So got this. She thought everything was great between them. He sent her a text message and was like, I can't do this anymore. Like the night after they had like a great night out and went to like a Laker game and were, I forget what they were celebrating, maybe his birthday or something. He just sent her a text and was like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, can't do this in terms of like a marriage? Marriage. Oh, not the show, the marriage? Marriage. A text message. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there was, then, but that's weird because that to me means like that's been blown out of proportion because like, Nobody that's been married that long sends a text message is like, I can't do this anymore. Like, that's how they have it. The breakup. Someone who's been married, like, I think he's been married a bajillion times. I'm sure he has. And it seems like the Beverly Hills ones are like that. Okay, well, you know, then there's Ken and Lisa. They're solid. But, you know, you think about all the other divorces that have happened on there. You know, Dorit and... Ken and Lisa, 100% are another Dubrow. That was an agenda, 100%. Brilliant, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what about Bethany Frankel and her husband, the guy, the, well, the one that she married on the show, I forget what his name is. They had like a horrible, horrible divorce. I knew that was going to That be- was a disaster from get-go. You know, here's what happened. Or one of the things I, y'all don't know, but when she got her television show, the Bethany show or whatever, I was like, they're divorcing. They are divorcing. I need to reach her. I need to counsel her. Like they could last. I know they could, like this couple could make it, but I felt like her desire to bulldoze him and what's the word when you make someone feel emasculate him? Yeah. Like I'm like, this is not gonna work. Like, you know, and a powerful woman, in my opinion, needs a powerful man. But if you are a powerful woman with a powerful man and you're making him feel powerless, 
that's not good, you know? What about uh, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey? Mm-hmm. Done, reality TV. What about Mary, K- wait, what was it? You, do you have statistics? I'll get them. Okay. But it's insanely high. Yeah, I, I would assume it's insanely high. I mean, housewives, obviously, like they almost every single one of them has been divorced. Well, the one, the original OG from Orange County's already had like three marriages, hasn't she? Who? Vicky Vicky. Gundelson? Yeah. She married the guy and then divorced. And then they had, I think it's like on the third or maybe it was a marriage and then another divorce and then like a boyfriend who like got the help. Is she still with the policeman dude or is he already out of touch? Yeah. See, she's. Yeah. And I think she was married twice. One that she, you know, divorced on the show. That's another example of somebody like the fame, the brand, all that stuff was way more. And this is just my outsider's opinion watching more important than the marriage and you know even in business like forget about reality tv you talk about like super uber successful entrepreneurs there's usually two types in the relationship and if you're putting business the brand the things that you need to stroke your ego ahead of your marriage you're doomed i just think that it's already so hard marriage is already so hard and that the statistics aren't in your favor. Right. And to add an element that it's not a new thing. A lot of these people have been married for eight, 10, 12, 20, in terms of Kyle and Mauricio, 27 years. Yeah. You throw this like new weird fame that is like crazy, you know, just like, you all of a sudden you you have like one of the number one shows reality shows on television mm-hmm. and you have to now navigate this thing because it's not your marriage it's you like you're all of a sudden the star and your husband is just like wait a second i didn't sign up for this so we have been asked many times like i'm not going to perpetrate like oh we've been like you know this close to signing a deal not at all we've had people reach out many years ago producers from the real housewives reached out like kids were young then and we were like i said i'll take the call because i was just kind of curious about the process but i did the interview no way in hell i was ever going to do it because our kids were little and also i just i just knew it wouldn't be good for us i mean like it wouldn't be a positive there's no way it, there's no way it could be a positive would it be a positive for our business yes would it be a positive for our social media yes would it be a positive in terms of like making more money and you know, more notoriety and ego. Yes, 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 yes. But worse for our kids and worse for our marriage. So the answer was no. But nonetheless, we took the phone call. I mean, I never got like to the final interviews or anything like that because I told them we weren't interested. And we've had other producers for different shows reach out. And we were always like, God, as much as like it's tempting, you know, we're like, because they say things to you like this, you we wouldn't do anything salacious. Like you would be the voice of reason. You two would be the goal couple. We're like, whatever. They're just saying whatever they need to say. I would never do it. Never. never. No. No, I would never do it. The only kind of reality TV show I would do now is one that we're like, maybe like a Shark Tank kind of thing where it's like not about our lives so much. Guess what? A couple years ago, three years ago, yeah. when we were talking about that and that, that came up, I think it was a, a maybe. I wouldn't even entertain it now. You're right. I'm not on anybody's schedule. Yeah. I'm not going to be on any producer. I'm not signing anything that I have to like you. you somebody's going to tell me what to do. That's a, I'm not in that stage. Of my or life. do you have to worry about what to say? Because yeah. you are very. Do that. Like for those of you who are on our Patreon, you know, Brett Johnson has some opinions 
And I think that once you're in the public eye in that way, and you're being controlled by a producer and executives and people can, you know, whatever, it's just, it's a kind of control that we have built ourselves out of that position by learning how to invest our money, by learning how to leverage the success and the notoriety that we've had on social media, but like turning that into solid foundational businesses, helping other people to build businesses, and it's a lot more fun. And then using that money in, to make more money in a way where we don't have to be, like you said, on someone else's schedule, which is wonderful. I think a lot of these reality TV stars, like they film for months. Let's get back to for a second. I want to wrap it or come back to Mauricio and Kyle. Okay. So the rumor is, for those of you who aren't, I'm sure you're familiar with her, you wouldn't be listening to this, but so she's been on the show for, I don't know, probably more than a decade. She was a child actress. Her husband is self-made. This is her second marriage. Mauricio, when they first got married, I think he was, I don't know, working some kind of retail job or in textiles or something. She got on the show at some point. They had, I think, three kids together or two kids together and one that she had from her previous marriage. I forget how many. And when they got on the show, I don't know if you know this, he, Mauricio, was working for the Hiltons in real estate. Oh. Yeah. And apparently there was, this is all alleged, a pretty big divide when he decided to go off and start his own thing, start his own firm. Yeah, because he's, yeah, I could see that. And probably it was after the show started. Correct. (laughs) And frankly, the agency, which it's called, blew up in large part, well, in large part because of Kyle and their notoriety, of course, in large part because of Mauricio. Like, I'm not going to shade him at all. Like, he's very charismatic. He's very nice, very likable guy. Like, of all the husbands, he's my favorite. He's like, even though they probably could be cousins, he's like the Mark Consuelo. He's got that effect. Uh-huh. Like, like I'm going to be, like, I'm the husband. I'm supporting my I, wife. Yes, I'm supporting my wife. I smile a lot. Okay, so they seemed very, very solid. Yes. But there's always been rumors that he wasn't faithful. Oh, I didn't know that. And, you know, they would surface every couple of years, but nothing ever concrete. Like, no one ever came out and said, like, oh, here's a photo of the two of them. And so nothing ever, like, concrete came out. But there were always rumors, right? And, you know, there's lots of other housewives where there's never been any rumors. So it's not just because they're on TV. Yeah. It could be because he's super handsome. It could be. You know, when there's smoke, there's often fire. Not always. But those were all always rumors, and the reason for the separation is another rumor, but it doesn't have to do with him. It has to do with her. Do you know that nearly 50% of people in the United States have inadequate levels of magnesium? Completely deficient. And it's not just because of our dietary choices. Like, you can be eating a very healthy diet that you think has everything you need to produce enough magnesium. But for some people, it's genetic. For some of us, it is the way that we eat and the way that we live and and how we exercise. But again, almost 50% of people are deficient in magnesium. And if you are a woman, especially important that you get a quality magnesium supplement because if you don't, I mean, when you're deficient in magnesium, it's associated with osteoporosis, mood swings, nerve malfunctioning, hormone dysregulation. There's so many things that having the right level of magnesium in your body actually helps to alleviate a lot of these symptoms, including a lot of the symptoms of menopause, even hot flashes and night sweats. I know a lot of you have been talking about getting your hormones tested, which I think is a great idea, but why not also consider doing a a supplement that you're likely deficient in any ways. It's going to improve all of these areas. Plus, it can probably help you sleep. 
And you don't even have to research the best company out there because I already did that for you. What I take is Magnesium Breakthrough. You can get it at magnesiumbreakthrough.com. And when you go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash Shaleen Offer, you're going to get 10% off. I mean, why not? Use code Shaleen Offer. Don't forget the word offer. And for a limited time, if you buy three bottles, they're actually going to give you an extra gift worth purchase. That's just for lifers. So don't wait. Go check it out. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash Shaleen offer for a high quality magnesium supplement that includes seven of the essential strains of magnesium that your body needs to function at its highest. All right, back to the show. And the reason for the separation is another rumor, but it doesn't have to do with him. It has to do with her. Yeah, the rumor is, so about a year ago, she started hanging out with this country singer named Morgan Wade, who if you saw the YouTube or the episode I did talking about like what kind of lesbian I would be joking around, which you know a lot of people were like, you just got yourself an unfollow. Okay, bye. Because we're hypothetically talking about something. See, that's where I couldn't do reality television because like I, I would I would literally tell somebody like- F off. Yes, literally. Anyways, Morgan Wade is exactly the kind of lesbian I said, I think I would probably be with someone who's like a little bit more masculine, has tattoos on their neck. I didn't even know what she looked like, so I wasn't even thinking about her. So Kyle starts hanging out with her. I don't know how they became friends. Famous people do these things. She starts going to her concerts. Morgan Wade is sober. Isn't there like a little, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Isn't there like a little like rehab, I'm sober thing on both ends? Not necessarily with Kyle. Kyle was just like, you know, normal, like whatever, have cocktails on the show, whatever. Like not a problem drinker, to my knowledge, I don't know. And like kind of a take it or leave it kind of person. So she met someone who doesn't drink and she becomes really close. This is all my, you know, summarizing after watching a bunch of deep dive videos and watching social media. And they they start hanging out and Kyle becomes sober last year. Okay, wait a second, because this is news to me. So when you say they start hanging out, so even though the rumor is, is they're together as like, like together, but so they have hung out together. Like they've gone to dinner. Oh, no, no. They are inseparable. Oh, okay. Oh, like, like, you know, she's, they have the same trainer. They work out together. They're taking vacations together. They're on the same private plane together with like Kyle sitting on her lap. They post-workout selfies together. She's going to her concerts together. I just formulated it and changed my opinion. Oh, well, let's hear it. They're together. Because I was under the impression like this was all skepticism, like that they- Now, why do you say that? Okay, they're together. And they also got matching tattoos. Okay, but look at, I have a matching tattoo. Yeah, with Michaela. Well, I spent a lot of time with Michaela. There could be those rumors. (laughs) You've- yeah, I know. Never. Never. She's like, you just, like, done. like as a male, I know. And, like, I mean, I know you. I mean, you, I mean, obviously, you could change your mind. Like, next year, you could be like, guess what? I'm into chicks. Yeah, I know. And I'll be like, no, I, I, yeah. okay, that's what I'm saying. But that I was under the impression that this was a rumor because, like, they just thought, like, I didn't know that they had gone to the extent of like that they're hanging out. They do dinners, they do vacations, they do all this stuff. And now when you add that on top of all the things that like that last week when they were in Aspen, they didn't take photo, you know, Mauricio and 
Kyle. Kyle didn't take any photos together. You're in a family wedding and you're not taking photos together. I'm so proud of how much reality TV you know about. This is great. So I'm, hey, I'm entitled to my opinion and I just changed it. I, I didn't know what was going on. Okay. And so Guess my, that's my prediction. Mine's going to be contrary. I just, and I could be totally wrong and I'm okay with that. I might be the only person who just thinks what has happened is she's developed an amazing friendship with somebody. She's gotten sober. Here's my prediction and let's go on the record formally. He's responding. He's like still like, you know, doing an occasional social media post about Kyle. Mm -hmm. He's the one that said like, you know, we've been through a tough year, but please give us our space. Her body language is like kind of away from him. This is all hypothetical. I think he has had some infidelity. This is just all hypothetical. And she now is sober and has a great friend who is like, girl, what the F? Like you are like building her up and they have an incredible friendship and she's just realizing like, no, mother like, uh-uh, you don't get to treat me like this, I'm, I'm done. But like, I personally think that they aren't that's, together. That's, that's, that's just a guess. It's that's, just a guess. That's what, it could be totally wrong. My, my thinking is this, is that like Elaine from Seinfeld. Yeah. Like she got some- Oh, like, you just made me do with my eyebrow. Sorry. What's it? country singer's name? Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade got somebody to switch teams. That's what I think happened. I think- You mean I, like Captain Sandy? Yes. I think that there might have been some underlying like like attraction to women. Maybe Kyle's had an attraction to women before and that she really thought that this- All girl- women are attracted to other women in the same way that all men- like, And when I say attracted, like, you know what an attractive man looks like. I know what an attractive yeah, woman but, looks like. That's, that, that's, that's all. But meaning attractive- Your like- face right now when I said- <laughs> Yeah. Attractiveness, like I'm not talking about attractiveness, like oh, that's a handsome man, or that's a handsome, or that's who's a handsome man? Who's the first handsome man that comes to mind? Is Warren handsome? Uh, yeah, of I, course he's handsome. Yeah, he's, Warren's a handsome little boy. What about Shanti? Is Shanti handsome? Shanti's handsome. Okay. Um, why are you why are you posting? This I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Let me think. I'm trying to think who else. Oh wait, who do you think is a handsome man who's straight? Straight, Brad Pitt's a handsome man. Oh, honey, <laughs> we can both agree on that. Who's <laughs> another handsome man? I think George Clooney. George Clooney, yeah, George yeah. You, you're, just, you're just picking my types. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? I always thought like even like Robin Thicke. Yeah. And the guy- I don't that, know what he looks like recently. Yeah, but then the, the guy that played on the Vegas show, like it was called Vegas or something like that, mm-hmm. the actor- you remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know his name, but yeah. He, he was an actor, so somebody like that. Okay. The one I don't is there's a couple of the new ones these days, like they're probably in their 30s that girls like go crazy for. I'm like, dude, he looks like a little kid. Yeah. Like, like you know, and probably Brad Pitt looks like a little kid with, you know, he's not like- You mean in real life? Yeah, I don't know what he looks like in real life. Oh, I don't either. But like Leonardo DiCaprio's always been like, I was like, girls think that he's cute. Yeah, they thought he was cute when he was like, like you know, so like a little, long hair, like a little like Justin Bieber, yeah. like little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Is Justin Bieber a handsome man? No. Oh, okay. No. I, if Justin Bieber could not sing, he would be like literally like just you, you just walk right by him. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a cute kid. So I'm saying that when all of the dust settles, I'm just predicting that they aren't a lesbian couple. 
they, she's not a late and light lesbian. I heard Heather McDonald called it a lesbian light. <laughs> I think I might be with Heather on this. I think there could have been something. Now, here's the other thing, too. There's three cases. It could be that she's full-blown. She's into this girl, and they're just working out all the details of the separation, and they're doing it the right way because they're both level-headed people. And when I'm talking about Mauricio and... Whatever. Yeah, they, they are. They're level-headed, so they and could they be- seem very secure and confident. That's why I'm surprised that they're not laughing. Okay. It could be your situation where, like, you're right. She got sober. She's got this friend that's given her a lot of confidence. So maybe she's giving her advice. This Morgan girl is giving- What's her name? Why do I always keep losing- Kyle. Kyle, some advice. The other thing that could be happening is, so the third case could be that she did have a little bit of a fling- with Morgan okay. and that she's realized like that's what it was like I was infatuated it was a thing and now she doesn't want to lose Mauricio and they're working it out and that's a small percentage yeah, that's not it for sure so it's it's either what I'm saying or you're saying probably yeah we'll see who's right I want to mention my pillow that I've been sleeping on that my husband tried to steal from me last night so I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I bought this pillowcase. You know, there's lots of silk and satin pillowcases, but I found one that is insane. And then I bought a matching robe. And then I bought the spray that you spray your pillows with before you go to bed or your bed linens. And it's like eucalyptus and lavender and it smells delicious. I discovered all of those products after initially it was a silk pillowcase from Blissey that made a huge difference for me that I bought because I had was watching a bunch of videos of people talking about like how to repair overly chemically processed hair like mine that's super fine anyways and everyone swears by using a silk pillow so then I did a little bit of research and found this pillowcase by Blissey and it's not just that it keeps my hair detangled and it's better at night for your hair but it's also temperature regulating which is huge. It's also hypoallergenic and you could just like throw in the washing machine. Everybody loves these pillowcases. I freaking love their robe too. But by the way, over 1 million people have tried Blissey and you can now try Blissey for 60 nights risk-free. Okay, and get this, for a limited time, Blissey is giving my listeners an additional 30% off. That's a total of 55% off. What the what? Yes, plus free shipping. 55% off plus free shipping. Hello, go there. The link is in the show description, or just go to com forward slash Shaleen. Use code Shaleen. That gets you 55% off. That's insane. Stock up. It's either what I'm saying or you're saying, probably. Yeah. We'll see who's right. We will see. Uh, Kim and Croy. Let's finish up with that one. Kim and Croy. So they aren't divorced, but they're separated. and they're- They have no money. What's because they have no money? Because it costs a lot of money to get divorced and they have zero money. She has like no money in the bank account and neither does that. They're done. They're like need to file for bankruptcy. They have bigger issues than divorce. Okay. So you're not surprised that they're divorcing. No. I kind of am. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they make it. No, there's no chance. I've been hearing things like like they're already getting restraining orders. They're already That's horrible. Getting, yeah. Getting like the, it, it's turned into ugliness. Once it goes ugly, it's over. They were seen going to church just a few days ago. Does that change your opinion? Nope. Mm. Are there any couples that you think are just fully and arranged, like Dorit and what's his name? Dorit's husband. PK. PK. Are they going to make it? No. God, I love them. They're not going to make it. Why? Why? She's going to get to, because he's not going to age well. I just don't think so. PK, Bubby, 
Well, I love it. I think they will. Okay. I think they will. I think that he adores her. He is funny as hell. That's one reason why he's got her, is that he's he is funny. He's funny. Yeah. And funny trumps a lot of other qualities. Correct. Frankly. Correct. What does it take? Lastly, Brett Johnson, we have been together for, I'm going to ask you. 28 years. I know, no, I know how long we've been married. 33. We've been together for 33 years. Yes. We've had some rough patches. Yes, of course. What hasn't that's been together for 33 years had rough patches? But we haven't had rough patches in a long, long time. You get time. to a point where it's telling you. You get to a point. Well, no, because like Mauricio and what's-her-face at 27 years, somebody else famous at 30 years just separated a, another huge couple. I don't know. So but while you're thinking of that, here's my thought on this. Couples have been married a long time. If you can get through an implosion and every marriage, every amazing marriage that I know of has some kind of implosion where it just like feels like the rug has been pulled out from under you. Something horrible happens. You go through a bankruptcy. You go through a depression. You go through an affair. You go through an addiction. Like, And if you can get through that, I've seen that most couples are amazingly stronger. So if you're in the middle of an implosion, I want you to know that there's hope, but it does require that both people want it to work. That's what I would 100% agree with. Like you, both people have to be like, okay, this shit happened and we're both going to be on the same page and fix it. And we're not going to just fix it. We're going to make it so it never happens again and better and, and then you have like this deep, profound appreciation and like you just look at your partner like they're a different person. At least we did. And I think that's really important. I think that it is possible to make it to that point. I also think in order for a marriage to work long term, at least one party has to be so secure and so emotionally stable. I don't think both people have to. But if you put two people together that have some insecurities, two people together, no matter how great they are with each other, but they both have some insecurities and some issues. If you if you have insecurities so and it. issues and get married, you don't even need an implosion. Well, absolutely. Like you but I'm saying if, if one party is, because yeah. that happens a lot. Like I've always said that there's usually a silent hero. It's like you're just willing to like put in the time and put in the effort and like you realize that your partner has these insecurities and- you're willing to like work through them and grow together. Not like, you know, I'm going to help you grow. Not like that. But I'm just saying like, if you're secure enough to say like, I can handle this, like, but two slightly insecure people, two slightly narcissistic people, two slightly immature, two traumatized people who have not, neither of them have worked through their traumas. Ain't gonna work. But if the person that is the stable person, that the person that is like the, like the silent hero that you're saying, if the other person that is has to come along and has to like get some work and get some work done if they're not willing to that never work either because we know some people that are like that that we have some level-headed people that the other side just was not like tried yeah and it just it wasn't gonna work out so and then sometimes there's just things sometimes there are mental health issues sometimes it's just you're not willing to tolerate abuse i mean listen i don't think that anyone has to stay in a marriage i think it's hard it's really really hard what we're saying is it's almost impossible when neither person is working on themselves if both people are working on themselves 
and both people want to be better, your chances are so much higher. That's why when you know people are like, are, are you okay with your kids getting married so young? We're like, yeah, because all four of them do therapy. So let me ask you this, because we just kind of like hit on some key points right there yeah. about our, our marriage, circling back to the reality TV marriages, right? Mm-hmm. We know that they shoot for like five months, right? So let's just say you shoot for five months. You need at least a month after that of just like, I just need to be like, I would assume, I mean, I need some chill time. Like we just need to be, the person that's been filming needs a little chill time, which is not healthy because like that person has been filming, filming, working, 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 working. They need to like be like decompose. They're not going like right back to their husband or their spouse and being like, like it was before. And I would assume the month before filming, the woman guarantee you is doing everything that they can to look oh, yeah. the best on oh, television because yeah. you don't want to look like shit. Oh yeah, right. You look at you look at. She's your, doing Botox and fillers every, and Ozempic every, and shopping and hair extensions. Hundred percent. We already know that they're doing that because we know people that know people that are saying that that's what they've done. So now you're up to seven out of twelve months. They're like this the show prisoner. So that only gives you five months. You can't just do something for seven months that's like so consuming and then like fix it in five months, I don't think. It ain't good. No. You know, unless you're both, like I think Eddie and Tamara. Yeah. What do they have to do? Like, has her gym already closed? That's not not nice to laugh about. Well, it's just like, you know. It's not a great business idea. Like gyms just are not a good good business idea. No. Uh, in most cases, at least boutique gyms. Oh, the last one I was going to ask you about for a prediction is Emily and her little husband. The little lawyer guy that... Yes, okay. he passed the bar. That's there. It's a weird relationship, but here's the deal. I think what happens is, is that the show really paints the picture of him being like, I don't care about her, I don't. But then when you hear her talk about him... Like, that's not the case. And I think, here's another observation. They've had some problems, and I haven't watched Orange County. I haven't watched Orange County this year. I haven't watched Orange County in a couple of years because they're so boring. Orange County Housewives is the most boring. Yeah, they, they do so many of the stupid same things where it's yeah. like, they all go, you know, naked in a ho- Who wants to see like 50 plus women, sorry, like all naked together? Like My two favorite are Beverly Hills and Miami. Because they have money. money. Miami is my Miami is my favorite because those know how to glam. Yes. Oh my God, they glam. Yeah. So Emily and hers. I think that getting back to like working, I think both of them are smart enough that they work on their marriage. Like I see them like working on it and they're trying and stuff like that. He tries. She's very smart, I think. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Very smart. And I think that she... Yeah, she wants the family. I think she's funny. I think she's level head. I Emily's like one of my favorites. I, also, I, I my prediction is that they they make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. I like Gina too. I think she's funny. I, I know people are like Gina. I'm like, yeah, I think. But she's, she's already got a divorce. She, but she's yes. But that wasn't her fault. I shouldn't say that. I don't, <laughs> you don't know. Whatever you. I don't know. You don't know. But sometimes the people that I like the most on these reality TV shows are not good for reality TV. And, or, t- talk about Orange County, right? Bronwyn, she went lesbian with like seven kids. Oh, from the jumpstart. Her and her weird mom. Oh, God, they're weird. Yeah. Anyways, well, 
I really appreciate you guys spending some time with us. Again, wherever you're listening to this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for double checking to make sure that you are subscribed. If you've got a moment, please leave us a five-star review and tell us what you liked about this particular episode. Even if you've left a review in the past, you can leave another one and tell us what you thought about this one with Brett Johnson giving his feedback on reality TV. How crazy is it that I can like shoot the shit on Housewives but also, if you want to talk about football, like you wouldn't be on that podcast. No, but like, football, finances, and reality TV like, is your man right here. And and feet and shoes and nail polish color. And like, I, and trust me, I know way more about football than reality television. <laughs> All right. If that's what you say, sir. Well, you know, that's a fact. <laughs> we so appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. If you like this kind of like banter between Brett and I and you really want to hear us unfiltered, check out Patreon. Brett is fully unfiltered. Yes. On the vault level between friends is usually me, but sometimes you're there too in a very safe kind of way. But those are just a lot of fun. We don't talk about personal development or health or anything. Like we just shoot the shit if and you, tell you what's really going on. If you want the true reality unfiltered, you go to Patreon. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I love you. I mean it. We'll talk to you soon. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.